Hi, everyone. This is the fourth part of our biblical leadership series. Again, as we look in depth as to what a biblical leader is, we will travel back in time, the time of Moses. Our key verse is found in the book of Numbers. It's, it goes on to say, Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. I'd like to pray first. Lord, I pray that uh, people will begin to understand this in your spiritual light and that we will become the leaders that we were meant to be. In your name we pray. Amen. Moses is the most important Jewish prophet in the Bible. He's traditionally credited with writing the Torah, the first five books of the Hebrew Bible or of the Bible years we are all familiar with today. And he was also credited with leading the Israelites out of Egypt and across the Red Sea. So today we look into the kind of leader Moses was. Not necessarily the characteristic of a leader, but more the weight and responsibility of a leader. So the title of the book, Numbers, I love this book, was derived from the Hebrew title, Bemidvar, meaning in the desert. This book has traditionally been ascribed to Moses. What was supposedly a two-week journey to the promised land took the Israelites almost 40 years to achieve. Numbers presents an account of the 38-year period of Israel's wandering in the desert following the establishment of the covenant in Sinai. So in this passage, Moses prayed to the Lord and asked God to appoint someone over the community. Immediately in this passage, we have our first point. Our first point is, a biblical leader is a leader that inquires of God. What differentiates many leaders from a biblical leader is that a biblical leader inquires of God or go to God for inquiry. How many times have we made decisions, big and small, without inquiring of God? I've done that. Whether it's buying something or going somewhere, sometimes I just do it on my own. I make decisions on my own. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But like I, like I said, a biblical leader is one that inquires of God. Moses had the habit and the wisdom to talk to God, small things and big things. He looks up into the heavens to seek for advice and to seek direction. Lord, should I go? Should I not go? Is it the right timing? Should I do this? Should I not do this? So in this particular moment, which is very critical, when he was old and he was about to die, he acknowledged that God is the one who gave breath to every living thing. So this is my personal version. This is not the Bible. This is my version. He says, Moses was probably saying, God, I am old. And God, I'm about to die. Honestly, God, I don't have the energy. I've been leading these people for almost four decades now. We've had many trying times. You know, there were times we didn't know what to eat and you gave us manna. Lord, and we didn't have water, and the water came out of the rock. I'm, I'm kind of tired. So, so, so far, you've protected, you've provided, and you were present in all our, you know, all our trials. And I'm not about to make a mistake by appointing the wrong leader for these people that you love. 
So God, please appoint the right person. Please appoint the, someone over them. Moses understood the weight of leadership and how crucial and vital leaders are. So in the next verse, we see God responding to Moses. So the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua. Okay, I'm appointing Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit of leadership, and lay your hands on him. Have him stand before Eleazar, the priest, and the entire assembly, and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority, so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar, the priest, who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. How many of you know that when you inquire of God, he answers? Okay, maybe not the way he, you want him to answer, but he always answers our prayer. He answers our request. God told Moses to take Joshua, son of Nun, he was no one's child. No, I'm just kidding. God said to take Joshua before the priest and the entire assembly and commission him. Here we saw that God answered Moses' request for a leader. But then again, we see here again the phrase, someone who will lead and command the Israelites to go out and lead them to come in. In another account of Moses, in the book of Deuteronomy, when Moses was getting old, we read, he said to them, I am 120 years old today. I'm no longer able to go out and come in. The Lord had said to me, you shall not go over this Jordan in Deuteronomy 31 verse 2. So Moses defined a biblical leader as someone who can lead the people out and come in. And when he was already unable to do that, he said, that is why that, that's the time for another person to lead. Somebody who can lead the people out and lead the people to come in. Here's another one in the account of King David. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he went out and came in before them. Even the people of Israel and Judah recognized the leadership of David as king, as someone who went out and came in before them. Also, also speaking of yet the wisest person to walk the earth, King Solomon, he said this, Give me now wisdom. He was asking for wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before these people. For who can govern these people of yours, which is so great? Solomon himself was asking for wisdom and knowledge to go in and out before the people so he, he can govern and lead them. But what does it really mean then in all these passages that I just mentioned to lead people to go out and to lead people to come in? Well, going out and coming in was used in a very literal meaning in the, in the Bible, as in you get out of a room, get of the room or come into a room. But as the Bible uses it, we can learn and we can glean on this that there's a leadership context behind this meaning. When we study the words to go out and to come in, 
in the original Hebrew words, we will see what these words really mean, okay? And again, biblical and historical context. The first word going out in Hebrew is the word yatsa, to go out for a purpose or a result, to go out in battle or to lean out, to produce or to go out to pursue or to deliver. Okay, this is a verse when it says, but David struck down 22,000 of them. He stationed some soldiers in the Aramean kingdom of Damascus. The people of Aram were brought under his rule. They gave him the gifts he required them to bring him. The Lord helped David win his battles everywhere he went. David went out to battle. He went out with a purpose. And the purpose was to win the war. He struck down 22,000 people. He led his army to go out. My second point. A biblical leader is a leader that leads people out for a mission and a purpose. Okay, so this is critical that we understand this. Now, the second word is to come in. So in Hebrew, it is the word bo, to come in, to enter into, to visit, or to be led, to abide. As in entering into God's presence or being God's presence, also to abide in God. In Exodus 18, it says, and Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to inquire of God in this instance, Bo means to come in to inquire of God. Then Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and shall take off the linen garments that he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. Here, Aaron came in into the tent of meeting, into God's presence, into the holy place, which leads me to my next point. A biblical leader is a leader that leads people into God's presence. One very important role of a leader is one that will lead people to God, to God's presence. Many leaders go with a purpose, but what separates them from a biblical leader is they just don't have a personal purpose or a goal. They have the purposes of God in mind. Their mark is God's mark. Their goal is God's goal. Their purpose is God's purpose. That's why it's important to be in God's presence to hear His directives, His order, His advice. So now you can conclude that a biblical leader is a leader that can lead people out for a purpose to battle, for a mission, into God's presence, which is actually devotion. In other words, my last point, a biblical leader is a leader that is a prophet, a king, and a priest. So to summarize, a true biblical leader is a prophet who inquires of God, prays to God regularly, a leader that leads people out into a mission or for a purpose, and a leader that leads people into God's presence. So what does this mean to us in a practical way? Uh, you know, folks, it simply means that we should lead our families the way Moses, David, and the others led their families. How you should lead your family is you should be inquiring of God. The inquire of God, is God part of your daily routine? Is God part of your lives? When you wake up, is God part of your plan? Do you still go to God? Does your children know that you're inquiring of God? Do the kids know, the people around you know that God is a priority in your life? and that this is a regular daily thing that you do? Or is this someone we run to when we're in trouble? 
or you just pray when, you know, panic pray? Is God part of your decision-making on a day-to-day? Is God in the center of your work, of your relationships? What's stopping you from calling out and inquiring daily of God? Sometimes it's just your, sometimes we're just too comfortable, right? Like we don't need God. We have everything we need, okay? So that's the first part. Are we leading people, yatsa, to accomplish their calling and their purpose? Are we accomplishing the purposes that God has for our lives? Are we living out the mission that God has for us? What's your purpose? What's your mission? Are you leading others, families, co-workers, into bow, the presence of God? Are we the spiritual leaders of our homes? Are you leading our families into the presence of God? See, folks, this is what makes a true spiritual leader of God, a biblical leader. 